Hey, Braveco men, I want to tell you about a project that we just finished. It's our Foundations of Masculinity 12 video series that will really help you grow stronger, more confident as a man. Whole bunch of guys are wondering, man, how do I deal with my pain? How do I learn healthy boundaries? How do I lead myself, my family well? How do I become a leader? This course is for you. If you're interested in growing, take 12 weeks out of your life, dig in, do it with a friend, and really up your game. Guys, you can purchase this at bravecode.org. Have an incredible day. We live in a time where masculinity is shamed and men don't know what it means to be a man. As a pastor and counselor, I've spent the better part of my life equipping and training others. My goal with this show is to translate my hard-earned experience into tools and tactics to help you become stronger as a man. This is the Brave Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Valentine. All right, Al, we are back. We are back. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah, so today we uh, we have some questions that people are wondering about. And uh, I guess it's dating. I haven't, I actually, I know. You honestly. Were, you haven't seen a thing. I don't even know the questions. I'm so excited. Which is kind of how I like it. Um, so if you don't know, this is my daughter-in-law, yes. Allie. But they all should know that by now. But somebody I, is probably... Some people are late to the yeah, game. Yeah, they might swoop I in. Know, and I so know. every once in a while you come on here mm-hmm. and uh, getting a chance to just talk about life and dating. Mm-hmm. And someday we'll be talking about babies. Oh, gosh. Ooh, oh. no pressure. You know what <laughs> I mean? Pushing the envelope. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. You and my son. Oh, uh, don't wait. <laughs> but uh, I'm stoked for today. I love talking about dating and life and yeah. relationships. And I love talking with you. So. It's so fun. This is, I got some good questions you for do? you. Oh, yeah. We're going to put you on the spot here a bit today. Mm, put me on the spot. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do this. Should we just this. jump into yeah, it? Yeah, jump into okay. it. Okay. First question for you. I don't have much dating history. I'm scared to go on dates. How do I put myself out there? Was this your question? Yeah, I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what you think. No, I think, uh, I think that's a lot of people. Oh, yeah. A lot of people are in a place where dating feels not even just dating, but like, how do I get a date? Like, how do I put myself out there? Yeah, it's intimidating. And am I doing too much? Mm -hmm. Am I not doing enough? Right. So that can be tough. Um, Here's the thing. Tell us. Is you have to advertise. Oh. Some. Yeah. Right. Because if you don't advertise, I mean, think about business, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't advertise, how are people ever going to find the product that you have? You could have the best product in the world. You could be the best person in the world. But if you're not out there and people don't see you, then it's impossible. It's almost impossible. And so in today's day and age, um, I I do. I think that you have to do you have to genuinely be yourself Mm -hmm. and meet people and put yourself in places where you can have the best opportunity for success. So right. here's what I did. Tell us. Um, in 1982. No, Stop. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Way back when. <laughs> yeah. Um, after my divorce. Yeah. When I was good to go. Mm-hmm. All cleaned up emotionally. Healed. Did some healing. Yeah. yeah. Back in the game. Back in the game. <laughs> I heard those were the days. <laughs> yeah. What I did was, you know, I'm a pastor at Bethel Church and I'm a part of a big church. Mm-hmm. And so when I was at church or in a group of people, 
if I saw someone that I was interested in, which could mean a million different things, right? right. Girl walks in with a camo shirt. I'm interested. <laughs> right. Uh, lady catches Catch my eye. Yeah, catches yeah. my eye. Uh, you know what I mean? I see someone that I'm interested in. Go, right. wow, I'm curious. I would introduce myself. Mm-hmm. Every time. I have that rule. Like, I'm going to find some way to intercept, right? To get to get in her path. Mm-hmm. And not in a scary, cheesy. Do you know what I'm saying? No. Like, there are some people that are like, you You're can like, tell. This, this girl's crazy. <laughs> but, um, hey. I'm Jason. Yeah. And it'd just be like a quick, hey, I'm Jason. How are you? In a setting like that, it's pretty normal, right? Mm-hmm. It's, I'm just doing a normal thing in yeah. church, saying hi to somebody. Where are you from? Yeah. Been uh, here before. Genuinely interested. Yeah. Yeah. Because what happens is I know I'm going to spark up a three to five minute conversation. Right. Not I also know I'm going to end that conversation. So I had that in my mind. I'm not going to try to, I'm not going to try to lock anything in this first conversation. Mm-mm. I just want to know. Is she really single or is mm. she one of those ladies that forgot her ring at home? Oh, <laughs> right. That's real. That is so real. That is Yeah. Real. And so, oh, you know, what are you doing here? Um, oh, my husband and I moved from such and such place. Ooh. Okay. I'm still interested in uh-huh. being a good guy. Right. Oh, that's right. awesome. How many kids do you have? Mm-hmm. That's so cool. What do you, you know what I mean? What are you liking right. about here? Awesome. Hey, have a great day. Mm-hmm. The... The ability to learn how to communicate to people and have real conversation is something that a lot of the younger generation is missing out on. Yeah. And therefore, um, even my kids, you're like, hey, why don't you call and talk to your uncle about that? Ah, that's so scary. Yeah, they just call. You mean call. just call? I'm like, that's. I <laughs> Maybe mean, I should text first. <laughs> calling was a step up from riding our bikes over to <laughs> right. our friends' houses. So we learned how to call and we learned how to carry on a conversation. Right. So I think that's part of the barrier. But yes. I'm going to have that conversation. Let's say that the conversation's going good. Mm-hmm. Let's say that, oh, wow, she moved here two years ago, loves our culture, mm-hmm. um, is, is I think that she's single. You know, you're not usually going to get that, totally but right, sure. like, yeah. I think that, that she's single. She's carrying on the conversation too. Oh, what have you found fun about Bethel? Oh, these are the things that I like mm-hmm. around here. Oh, that's so cool. Um, I'm going to say, hey, it was so great getting to know you. Yeah. Um, have a great week now, next week (laughs) I'm looking for her right? because I already had that start of a conversation. And if I'm smart, I remembered something from our conversation. Right. Right. So I'm going to come in and go, Hey, how's it going this week? Right. And eventually, you know, a couple times of that, I'm going to really find out Mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm, I'm getting in front of the right crowd, right? I'm getting in front of people who are single, who are also, who are also looking for an interesting conversation, somebody that's not creepy, a guy that can carry on a conversation, is genuinely interested in talking. Mm-hmm. And doing that enough, I mean, you know, so some of you might have to go to church. Right. Being in environments that you would want to find somebody in that you'd want to date. Yeah. Some of yeah. you might need to go to whatever, go to places that uh, are interesting where there's people and put yourself in front of them. Mm-hmm. You know, look presentable. Mm-hmm. You don't have to look crazy. Look at me. You know, I'm not crazy. <laughs> I got a hole in my shirt over here <laughs> right, right. from kicking butt. You know what I mean? I'm sure. Kick, I'm taking whole, names. I yeah. yeah. I got that I on imagine. the way in here. Yeah. I was, you know, mm-hmm. fighting. Mm-hmm. Look, you know, look presentable, brush your teeth, be nice. Yeah. But I think people make the mistake, women and men, mm-hmm. of not having confidence yeah. in their ability to, in themselves, but in their ability to have a conversation, 
They don't feel likable and therefore they don't they don't want to risk rejection. That's what they're that's right. the thing that they're carrying around. And so being able to, you know, you build confidence by doing. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should pause this right here for anybody that's going, man, I just don't feel very confident yeah. as a woman or mm-hmm. as a man. It's because you're not doing right. It's not even something that you can pray in mm-hmm. like, Lord, give me confidence as a man mm-hmm. or give me confidence in who I am as a woman. Like we get competent confidence through competencies. Mm-hmm. So something breaks at home. I research how to fix it. I go fix it. I build confidence. Right. There's a conflict. I practice, you know, I go into that conflict. I do a good job. I get confidence. Yeah. Um, my family's in need. I step up to the plate. I, I'm building confidence in who I am as a human being. Therefore, I have confidence in this life that I'm a good man. I'm capable. I'm capable. People mm-hmm. see me like that. So I think you got to, you got to get in the game. Right. You got to put yourself in front of people on the right people and do it until you feel confident about right. it. Right. And I would even add do it add. I would add take the pressure off. Like it's not high stakes. I think so much especially in Christian culture oh. asking a girl out is yeah. like asking her to marry Ooh. you and it's just not. No. You're like I'm literally just wanting to get to know you. Yeah. It's one of the worst things that we've done in mm-hmm. church is you know, this whole thing, like, ah, is this the one that God wants me to be right. with? And I'm supposed to know right now. Like so much pressure. Oh my word. Yeah. And you d- listen, people. Okay. This should be a question. <laughs> should God tell you that the person is the one? It's a great question. <clears throat> it is a great question. Mm-hmm. It's too much pressure. So much. It's like, you're so jacked up with emotion, right? Mm-hmm when you're starting to date somebody, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. It's like one of the best highs in the world. Right. And then you're trying to hear from God in the middle of that. Like, Oh yeah. Is she the one? Is he the one? I'm having dreams about her. Yeah. Surely God. That's yeah. Or you're just horny. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And you're just jacked up with, with emotions and therefore you're dreaming about people at night. I've had more marriages struggle because they started with God told me. Yeah. Instead of through the process of mm-hmm. dating, through the process of uh, getting to know somebody, through the process of inviting them into my friend group, mm-hmm. through trial and error, right? this is what we want. Yeah, I'm making a choice. I'm making a choice mm-hmm. that I'm going to keep forever. Yeah. And, and God's not telling me no. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Totally. And I don't mind, like, if God confirms, I think that's cool. And, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not saying that there's never a time. I have a friend uh, who got his wife's name on an airplane Whoa. before he'd ever met her. Like the Lord downloaded. You're going to meet uh-huh. this girl this weekend. No way. And he did. That's crazy. But when I hear stories like that, I'm like, he probably needed it. Yeah, totally. Like, for whatever reason, God went... He won't figure this out on his own. <laughs> I need to intervene. Right. I mean, for reals, I'm not saying that's a slam. Like Mm-mm. when God, when God encourages somebody, I'm like, oh, it's because they needed it. Yeah, totally. But not everyone needs the same type of thing. So right. I think it's a mistake to always validate. This is who God wants me to be with from the beginning. Yeah. From the beginning. 
Just date the person. Just right. get to know get them. Get to know them. Just see if you like them. Right. See if they genuinely like you and go from there. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna, okay. I'm going to quit adding on I to know, these questions. We'll just keep going. Okay. Yeah. So next question. Yeah. Well, the, we kind of touched on this, but oh, look at that. it's hard to find people to date. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. I know. Um, is finding true love on dating apps okay? All right. So that word true love, it's just Ooh. like, man. I know what they're saying. Right. I think we just can, we just boil everything back down to finding someone that you want to be with. Mm -hmm. Because that's true love. Mm -hmm. it, it has very little to do with your emotion. Yeah. Has everything to do with what you want. Okay. Okay. So can you find that on a dating app? Sure. Why not? Yeah. Absolutely. Totally. I know friends that got married on a dating app. Right. And uh, you you have to you have to confirm the genuine. I don't even know. Genuine. No. Genuineness. Genuinecy. Genuinecy. How genuine someone is. <laughs> yeah, genuineness. Yeah. I guess. Genuineness. <laughs> you have to confirm that, right? Because here's the challenge. Pictures lie. Yeah. And anyone could sound good. Oh, yeah. Over the phone. Exactly. So, I mean, how many times have you seen someone on Instagram mm -hmm. and you've seen their picture and then you meet them in person and you're like, Whoa, I thought you were 10 feet taller. You're yeah. not the same person. <laughs> this right. is not the same person. Totally, totally. Good or bad. Right. I'm not even saying bad. No. But I kind of am. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> Sometimes. So, to me... It's a great starting point. Totally. Of putting yourself out there. You find someone with the same type of interest. Let's go on a date. Let's see how it goes. Right. I would say dating apps, at least from friends that have been on dating apps, the experience is a little different because you don't have a grid for who the person is at yeah. all. It's like a random stranger and the internet's an interesting place where you don't know if you can fully trust. You can't trust. Right. And so you spend a lot more time. It's a lot slower yeah. of getting to know the person before you really jump into anything. Yeah. It's, but I think it's it's just been a bit taboo until recent, I feel like. Yeah, it it's really has. It's a lot more normal. It's default don't trust. Right. So default don't trust. Default and don't trust. It is. Right. It's true. You know, think about, let's think about 300 years ago. Mm-hmm. Your dad has a farm. Right. My dad is a merchant, mm -hmm. owns a business. We live in a small town together. Mm -hmm. We've known each other forever. Mm -hmm. So although there were less people to choose from, the people that you are choosing from you trust them. in marriage, you your family trusts them. You've right. known each other forever. You have a lot of history already. And yeah. one of the challenging things right now is the idea that if I pick this person, I won't get this person. I might be able to get this person mm, or that person. Maybe so I want options. this type of person, that type of person. Yeah, there's so many options that people are under this belief that like, oh man, there could be a a person that I'm missing out on, right? So the fear of missing out on the right person. Yep. And then there's so many choices, I can't make a choice. Yeah. So there's that there's that other side to it. Totally. And But when I look at marriages, you know, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, they were as happy or happier than we are today. Mm -hmm. Because it's not necessarily about all the things that we think that it's about. Yeah. Like, does she love hunting? <laughs> and does she love, you know, and it, can she cast a fly? And, uh, you know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't about that. Right. It was so much more about the values. Right. And so much more about 
the commitment and the integrity mm-hmm. and being able to uh, pick a path and, 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 and stay the course right. and then the friend group around that and then the purpose surrounding the marriage and, right. and the agreements that we have and that right. we keep and the loyalty and the honor. So mm-hmm. I hope that I hope this is helping people break down like, yeah, you can find someone mm-hmm. on the internet. Totally. They just have to have integrity and be real and have core values and have a life that you want to attach yourself to. Totally. It's good. It's good. Okay. I like this next question. I really want to date my close friend, but I don't want to mess things up. How do I go from a close friendship to a romantic relationship? What happens if she doesn't feel the same way? Yeah, pass. Next question. No. <laughs> you always do that. <laughs> uh, it's a good one. Yeah, I mean, here's the idea, right? Is this idea that we don't want to date our close friends is so dumb mm-hmm. in my mind. Yeah. And these are all my opinions, no, by the way. I, this is not the opinion of Brave Co. Simply <laughs> <laughs> Jason Valentine, <Yeah>. everyone. <laughs> I think it's dumb because... Let's say that you have a best friend in this case mm-hmm. or a, or a good good friend that's a girl. Yeah. And you you're like in this scenario you're probably not going to your life's going to change at some point. There's going to be a woman if I'm yeah. a man that comes into my life that takes over my life. Right. That fills up that woman spot. So right. all the girls that I hung out with that were your best randomly, friends. yeah. Not even best friend, just randomly. Because I, I didn't have a best friend girl. Mm-hmm. I think that's a bad idea. But the close friend girls, mm-hmm. I don't hang out with them like I used to hang out with. Mm-hmm. My wife filled that spot. Yeah. And I got kids. And my life's changing. Mm-hmm. So his season's going to change anyways. When he, when he, when a girl walks in, that's mm-hmm. going to fill that woman spot. Mm-hmm. He won't be best. He won't be great friends with that girl the way that he is today. Totally. So I'm like, try with her. Mm-hmm. If you like her that much, try. And if it changes the relationship, the relationship was already going to change. Mm, that's a really good point. Yeah. You're not going to keep that relationship forever. And then here's the other thing. How you date in the relationship yep. should also grow respect. So right. there may be a little awkwardness. Right. Because if you hang out and you're it goes for group. a couple months yeah. and you kiss and you hold hands and you share dreams and then she goes, <laughs> you're cool, but you're not that cool. Right. It's hard. Right. But that's a risk worth taking mm-hmm. because your friend group's going to change even. Right. A little bit. I mean, you and Elijah got married. Yeah. I promise you're not hanging out with the same friends <laughs> the same amount of time. Right. It's different. All across the board because when you're single, you're running with single people yeah. and you do single things and you, but when you're married, the longer you're married, the way more that changes. Totally. So have more long, uh, have a broader perspective than just, man, in the next, if this doesn't go good, we're going to feel awkward. You're already going to feel awkward at some point. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're already just holding something in your heart that you're just, you know, is there, but yeah. you're not willing to confront. Give it a go. Give it a go. Mm-hmm. I would say the same. That's really was where Elijah and I were at. Yeah. And I had so much fear about confronting the situation because yeah. of the friend group thing. So but, dumb, yeah. But those friend groups, how many of those friends are still hanging out today? Totally. Like, I still hang out with one of them. Yeah. Exactly. But the friend group isn't even hanging out. No, no. They've all uh, gone all their own ways. Yeah. Totally. Which is what's going to happen, and it's what's meant to happen, right? So, 
a man and woman, they leave their family and they cling to one another. Yeah. Uh, the Bible talks about that. And, and I love what you said different. though, too, about like, well, if you do the relationship well, then you should be growing in respect. So if it ends, if yeah. there, if there's maturity yeah, in the I relationship, you. you should be able to still kind of function yeah. in the same room as that person. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's what Lauren said. She, she, um, when we were dating, she called her best friend and her best friend was like, well, I mean, do you think it's going to go the distance? She was like, I don't know, but gosh, he's changed the way that I view dating. Mm. So if it doesn't like, it's been so helpful. Yeah, totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. It'd be really be her loss. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, right? there's only one of me. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, on that note. That's just sarcasm, folks. <laughs> that's arrogance. Oh my gosh. Joking. Okay, this next question. Now, is it all right to date my best friend's ex? Here's the thing. I had six roommates when, <laughs> yeah, after my divorce, um, I had a big house, so I had f- a house with five bedrooms in it, mm-hmm. and I my kids were going back and forth. You know, their mom's mm-hmm. half the week, my and house is, half yeah. the week, uh, especially around year two, three-ish. And so I was able to have, you know, lots of roommates. And I had a rule in the house because all the roommates, right, at that time, all the guys were going to the school ministry. Right. We're all looking at the same group of girls. Mm-hmm. All of us. Right. So there was just this known thing. Listen, nobody owns anybody. Mm. So if Joe likes Mary, I can respect that mm-hmm. and give Joe an opportunity. <laughs> but if he swings and misses, like, feel free. Yeah. Because here's the thing. I'm not marrying these guys forever. Mm-hmm. Like, you could be my best friend in this season and but i'm talking about a lifetime mm-hmm. so with that you also have to have some tact totally like your best friend's going through a hard time and you like his girl come on like don't do that don't do that <laughs> like, don't be an idiot seriously <laughs> but we just talked about it yeah i mean there were guys so that, that scenario played out there were guys in my house that two of them or me and another guy liked a girl and I was like, bro, if you like her, go for it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't have to be insecure about that. Yeah. And we don't have to be weird about it. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have to be competing at the same time for, <laughs> same you know what I mean? Totally. So I think you just have to do it in, in a classy way. Yeah. Lauren was, I mean, Lauren was dating someone that I knew yeah, and he had broken up with her and their relationship was over and it was like, well, if you guys are done and she's heading this way, like I'm going to see if it works with us. Totally. No biggie. No biggie. You make it sound so easy. I just think that you probably need to have a mutual agreement. I feel like before like beforehand that needs to be a conversation had because i can only imagine at least i'm coming from like a girl like i'm thinking about living in a house full of six girls i literally can't fathom it (sighs) i mean actually maybe in like the in a unique circumstance where it was a unique dating experience (laughs) this is where yeah and people are 
people won't see eye to eye with me on this. Totally. And I'm okay with that. But for me and my friends, again, I'm not going to swoop in on, um, they date for a year and like they're in a hard breakup. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, man. Right. Be a human being. Right. But if my guy friend is totally done with this relationship and they're on to other things, like what is what am I trying to be loyal to? I guess not. <laughs> well, why is it disloyal? Is my question. Yeah. What? Which like I guess, he's not loyal to her. He there's no. Right. Do you know what the I mean? The relationship's over. It's over. Yeah. So if it's over, then he's finding someone else. Uh huh. And he's finding the girl that used to date somebody else. Totally. It's just like okay, don't be a jerk. Right. Don't move in on somebody's pain. pain. Right. Don't like don't crush somebody. Right. So don't do that. But right. at the same time, like, I just think that it, it's too, it's, it gets too dramatic. We're not in sixth grade. <laughs> right. That's true. I was 29 years old. That's what I told the guys. Like, guys, we're freaking 20. You're in your mid-20s. I'm mid a man 20s. on a mission. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Come on. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Next. Okay. This one is funny. <laughs> How do you know if a girl is saying no or no? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, but yes. I I think... I think girls that are playing games might not be a girl that you want to be with. Mm-hmm. And if you're that unclear, you might not find a girl that wants to say yes. Yeah. So... I think that the way, a lot of times the way that guys pursue a girl mm-hmm. feels so unsafe and okay. so uncomfortable. Yeah. That, so awkward. So awkward. Yeah. That girls are going, oh, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So guys, like if you did it a little, if you did it a little more intentional and instead of like, Hey, can I have your number? Mm-hmm. Um, which there's a place for that. Totally. That's okay. But if you really like a girl or you really think that there's a girl that you like, be intentional. Mm-hmm. Don't be, don't be so wishy-washy. Mm-hmm. Be consistent. Yeah. So for instance, with Lauren, I liked Lauren. I was interested. I should say I was interested in Lauren. Yeah. She was interested a little bit in me. Yeah. So I spent enough time going to the same type of parties, mm-hmm. good parties, and hanging out and carrying on conversation Yeah. that she trusted me mm-hmm. and I trusted her enough. Mm-hmm. She knew my, she knew my reputation. I knew hers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're talking like a half a year. Yeah. Of hanging out, going back and forth, blah, blah, blah. That when I finally called her and said, hey, I'd love to take you out on a date. I'd love to just go. I'd, I'd love to grab coffee. Right. Low stakes. Totally. She's like, sure. Then when we go out to get coffee, I say, hey, I'd love to pursue you if you're mm-hmm. cool with that. Mm-hmm. She's going, I don't know. I don't know what that means. I'm not sure. So I just define it. I'd love to be able to intentionally take you out on some dates, find out if we, if if we could have fun getting to know each other. Yeah. There's not a lot of fear in that. If she says no, she really doesn't want to. Right. 
it's just a no. Right. Because she knows I'm a safe guy. She knows my reputation. She knows my friend group. I'm one-on-one out on this coffee with her. Like she either is interested in exploring more or she's not. Right. So sometimes I think, again, it, my question back to them would be, well, how did you ask? Like how was that approach? What was your relationship before? How did you set it up? Yeah. If you're just a random person coming up to me, I'd probably say no. <laughs> but if you like a girl, if you actually like a girl enough mm-hmm. that you're wondering, she told me no, does she really mean no? Then I'm like, you probably don't know her well enough or you probably don't know her friend group enough or you probably didn't spend enough time. Does yeah. she know you right. well? Right. And if she doesn't know you, then here's my thing. Like if you can get inside of her friend group, mm-hmm. join her home group, join a small group. Like if it's not awkward, right. do some friend stuff, hang out at the same place. And if you get mutual feedback, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, she's talking to me. I'm talking to her. She's carrying on the conversation. We're having a good time. And we're a couple months down the road. You can bring it back up in a way that's not cheesy. Hey, I'm not sure if... Like, I don't want to be pushy. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoy our conversations. I would love to take you out for coffee if you're interested. I know that you told me no before, which is fine. Mm-hmm. If you're not interested, that's totally fine. Right. There's a way to do it that says, I'm not insecure. Right. About. I'm not begging you. <laughs> but And I'm not begging you. Right. I just enjoy you. Right. To give her that, oh, no, I actually really mean no. Totally. So most guys aren't patient. Most guys want to know now. Yep. Most guys want are are also really lax about kind of kind of half-assed the way that they do stuff, and so it just right. doesn't feel, seem safe. Totally, like I feel like we talked about this in last the last conversation we had, but clarity in the whole journey king. is so king. It is. If I knew that a guy was so clear about what he was asking so that I could give a clear response. Oh, you would you would probably get a really clear response. But to be like, do you want to maybe sometimes, I don't know, I'm feeling this. It's yeah. so it leaves it leaves the girl feeling like, wait, I don't know if you're asking me on a date, if you're asking me to hang out, yeah. if you're at, what your, what your goal is, do you want to get to know me or are you yep. just in, are you enjoying what what even? So yeah, clarity is so key. And here's the thing, guys. If you do a great job mm-hmm. at at building safety and being clear and being confident, you're way more likely to get a girl to say yes, who would have said no, who's mm-hmm. on the fence about you, who's, who may not think that you're that cute or may not think that you're that you're funny, not her type. but yeah. because she's not risking a bunch, mm-hmm. you know, and it feels like a safe place. You're way more likely to go like, well, there's not much to lose. Right. Like Lauren with me there. was she was like, I said yes, because there wasn't much to lose. Right. I wasn't risking a whole bunch. Yeah. And she wanted some free dinners. I don't know. Like <laughs> she's a she's a school student. Like right. She's in <laughs> well, school ministry. Like it wasn't scary. Is you ex- you even made it so clear from the get go? I would love to pursue you. What does that mean? I want to take you on some dates. I'm not asking you to be my girlfriend. I'm not asking you to be yep. in some committed relationship. Yep. This Let's find out if we can get to know each other. Exactly. That's it. So clear. Put it. Can that up. Throw mm-hmm. it out there and then try. Yeah. So she knew like, if I don't like it, I can just back up. Right. Yep. So good. Let's go. Okay. Is it all right for me to slide into a girl's DMs? <laughs> slide right in. Slide in. <laughs> don't you slide into those girls' DMs. What are you doing? Um, You know, 
again. This is what I'll say. <laughs> Go ahead. It doesn't feel real confident and brave and courageous for a guy to slide into your DMs. Just flipping come up and talk to us. Yeah. That feels a lot more brave. If you're across country. Oh. Here right. Okay. If you're not in the same location, mm-hmm. then it's like, do something genuine. Find something genuine that you really do like yeah. about what she posted or that's not like sexual, guys. Oh, I really You're love your so eyes. Yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, I saw that you love Clemson Tigers. <laughs> Man, what do you think about ball? If yeah, she's a real a super fan. Interest. Yeah, super fan. That's good. Oh, I'm a super fan. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can get the conversation going, fine. Right. But you're still going to have to, you're still going to have to be clear mm-hmm. eventually. So it's like, do we have common ground? Is she... Is she talking back? Is mm-hmm. she keeping the conversation going? Great. If she is, then you got you eventually have to DTR that thing. You you have to define the relationship. Totally. You have to go like, hey, man, I'd love to FaceTime you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess that's a long. I mean, long distance relationship, a hundred percent. Yeah, and I know people that have done that. Yeah, that's like it started true. with a DM. It's true. It started with a DM, and or it started with commenting on each other's posts. Right. And then it's like, oh, this is kind of oh. obvious. And then it's a DM. And then it's a. And it's not in a creepy way, like you said. No, it's a FaceTime. Hey, I'd love to get to know you more. Mm-hmm. But eventually the relationship's going to, it's got to get some depth. So. Yeah. Going to have to go deeper. If than your DM is a cop out because you're afraid to have a conversation with her in person, then it probably will never work. Totally. Bummer. And if you find a girl that's okay with you not having the confidence to talk to her, you probably won't be impressed with her. That's true. That is some wisdom. Yeah. It's great. Okay. Are you ready for the next one? Can I give a, uh, let Please. me give one. The, Another question? Yeah. A question Here's for yourself. The question. Here's the question. <laughs> tell us what you want to How tell come us. I start dating a girl? Uh-huh. And then don't end up liking her. How come over and over again, I start dating a girl or a guy and then end up just losing interest? I like this question. I like that question. Yeah. If I were to answer that question. Yeah, do it, Al. <laughs> What's your answer? Well, I feel like probably yeah. you have unrealistic expectations of maybe what that's going to feel fill yeah, in your good. life for sure and if it keeps happening over and over again you yeah. might be the problem you could be the problem yeah. for yeah. sure so i had a roommate of mine awesome guy super mm-hmm. cool guy and this happened to him a couple times mm-hmm. he's like man i go out with the girls and then i, I just it just feels flat hmm. uh, and so in processing you know what i figured out is that he's he's asking girls out that he knows are going to say yes to him because oh. he doesn't want to re- risk rejection unconsciously. Uh-huh. Like he's not even aware. I, in processing, I find out like, oh, you're not actually, you don't actually have like this deep respect or this deep like interest in her like yeah in her. right where you're like i have butterflies i'm so excited can't wait yeah yeah i don't know that she'll go out with me like mm-hmm. that that piece right mm-hmm. he's but he wants to be with people like he wants to be with someone yeah 
So I was like, here's what you have to do. You have to find a girl that makes you a little bit nervous. Like you have to find a girl that you respect. Mm -hmm. You have to find a girl that, that makes you wonder, man, like I'd have to be on my A game, you know? Yeah. Not in a showy way, but like, I really like her. Yeah. This would, sorry, this would really hurt. The very next girl that he dated, he married. No way. That's crazy. Yeah. And it changed everything for him because he didn't realize like, oh, you're right. I'm playing it safe. I'm playing it so safe that I'm not even interested in, Mm. I'm not really actually interested, that interested in the girls that I've been dating. I just, I was hoping I'd be interested in them. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's really interesting. Interesting, huh? Yeah. But makes sense. Totally makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Advice on flirting. Is it okay? Oh, flirting's the best. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why not? Totally. I think you can't lead somebody on. Mm-hmm. Well, what would that look like? Yeah. I think... I think flirting... Flirting should be a social way that you are able to tell somebody that you're interested in them. Yeah, that you like, like... It's a social cue. Right. It's the... It's the bit of sarcasm. Mm-hmm. It's like the tease. Tiny bit of tease. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's where you start to lead people on. Mm-hmm. Is... When you have no intention of commitment or relationship and you're sending those signals. Yeah, that's good. When you have no interest, mm-hmm. you're just flirting for the sake of flirting. Right. Then it's like, you're just kind of a player then. Right, because I was going to say, we all know the flirt. Like, yeah. he's flirting with all of us. Right? So, Or vice versa, the girl yeah, too. But the flirting's kind of helpful sometimes to break the tension mm-hmm. in the room. Like, it's a good icebreaker. And then you can kind of like... You can kind of, that can open up the door to like, oh, this girl's kind of interested in me too. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to have that five minute conversation mm-hmm. of like, where are you from? Where are you at? Blah. And, and then if she's, if I can tell that she's giving back and keeping the conversation going, participating, mm-hmm. then, you know, next time I can, I can judge that like, oh, is she engaging? Instead of flirting, like, is she engaging in fun conversation? Yeah. That's a, it's, it's a bit more professional sounding. Like, is she (laughs) engaging in eye contact and Uh social cues that says, I'm interested in you? Right. Again, that's way different than I lead every girl on because I want to get the rush. Right. So I'm intentionally trying to open up the door and trying to put, trying to, find out who in this room is available. You see nature do it a lot. Yeah. Right? So it's almost you, like instinctive. Yeah. So you see the male bird fly out and like if you watch Discovery Channel, yeah. there's rituals that they do. Like right. the male bird comes out and he's like all colorful and he completely fans out his feathers. Uh-huh. He puts on a show. Puts on a show. Yeah. What's he doing? He's saying like, "Hey, if anyone's interested, 
Look at me. Maybe I'm just ready. You know, yeah. maybe I want, maybe I want connection. So there's always a line. There's always a line that is too far and not enough. And yeah. if you don't give any guy eye contact, if you don't give any guy a smile, if you don't give any guy anything like, well, you're saying I'm not available. Mm -hmm. You're saying don't talk to me. Right. So people who flirt all the time, it's just, a, it's just, you're ruining it for all of us. Because no one feels For special. everyone. For <laughs> yeah. everyone who's single. Yeah. But if, in this where people, when you are shut down emotionally, mm -hmm. and then you wonder why you can't find someone to date, or like, how about that girl or that guy that can just like, they can find people to date. Yeah. A lot of it's that they're great at the social cues. Mm -hmm. They're so good at introducing that conversation mm -hmm. and having that startup conversation yeah. that they build their connection, their connectors. Right. It's, it's get good at that. Totally. Don't get good at leading people on, get good at meeting people where they're at. Totally. It's great. Yeah. Love it. Okay. I just went through a breakup. I still miss her. How do I how do I move on? Yeah, you should miss her. Mm -hmm. You know? And they have to process through the pain. Right. So until you process through the pain, you, it's like uh, that pain has a voice. Mm -hmm. So that's the challenge with pain is pain has a voice. And it says all kinds of things. It says you're missing out. Mm -hmm. You're never going to find someone like her. She didn't like you. Um, you're lonely. I mean, pain mm -hmm. says all those things. Right. So when you process through pain, part of the process of working through pain is answering those questions. Yeah. Is literally, is God coming down and answering those questions? Like, let me talk about who I have for you. Right. Let me talk about who you are as a man or a woman. Mm -hmm. Let me talk about, and you begin to close these unanswered doors right. that you have in your life. Right. So that's the beauty behind processing is you get the real questions that are really driving that pain mm -hmm. answered. Yeah. So a lot of people stay, you know, in, in a place of pain because they never actually process it correctly. Right. They medicate it. Mm. So it's no problem. We all miss people that, you know, that, broken relationships you know right. and we we have to process through that right it's really good okay god we're hammering these we are out. hammering them uh, but yeah. listen we still have some more so no, stay tuned that. hey well i'm trying my best here you know <laughs> i feel like i'm not the type of guy the girls want what do i do yeah you're, you're <clears throat> there uh i used to work at this car lot called king richards king here, richards yeah, here in town. And there would be a car every, like every, every month there'd be this car. It's mm -hmm. like, God, why did he buy it? Why did he bring that car? And so oh. he would go get inventory mm -hmm. from auctions. Yeah. And you know, if he could get a good deal on it, he'd bring it in and clean it up and put it on the lot. And I'd see this car, these cars. And I'd be like, God, King, I call his <laughs> name. We call him King. Why did you buy that? Right. Who's going to want that? Mm -hmm. And he'd been in business for like 40 years. Mm -hmm. So I remember one day I was like, man, this is the ugliest, dumbest car. Mm -hmm. And he goes, oh, there's a butt for every seat. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's so true. Yeah. 
there's 9 billion people on the planet or something. Right. I don't know how many billions. There's a lot. There's a lot of people. You're not looking for all the girls. Mm-hmm. You're looking for a girl. Right. That's really going to love you. Mm-hmm. And the more you focus on all these girls don't like me, the more insecure you, be, you become. That's really good. So I would say without it knowing you, like your insecurity and in what you're not is keeping you more bound than actually the fact that you haven't seen that a lot of girls do or don't have interest in you. Right. So you need to be the best you. Yeah. You need to build the best life that mm-hmm. you can. Yeah. Something that a woman wants to attach her life to. Right. And same for women. Like if you're single, don't just try to find someone. Uh, build a life that you love. Right. Don't wait till you find somebody. Right. Build a life that you're proud of. Mm-hmm. And when somebody's going in the same direction and they and you look over and you're like, whoa, we're going at the same speed in the same direction. Mm-hmm. They're going to go, that makes a lot of sense to attach myself to you. Right. You have a great life. Right. You're going somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I see a lot of people that attract a lot of people. Right. And it, it doesn't. always helpful. Though? It's not helpful. It's usually not helpful. Right. Makes so, things real complicated. But if you can stay, if you can be confident. Mm-hmm. build a life that you love be financially sustainable you know have a career that you're mm-hmm. proud of have good character build good friendships right. make wise decisions mm-hmm. still put yourself out you know make yourself available in mm-hmm. a, you know go to church serve do those things say right. hi to girls but mm-hmm. don't carry the burden of like my life's waiting right it's so untrue exactly and I'm never going to find anybody. No, you are. Right. Just be you. Right. So we have this misbelief that people who found somebody quickly are happier than me. Right. I'd rather not be in a relationship than wish I wasn't in a relationship. That's true. So that takes all the pressure off. Don't force it. Right. Build a life that you love so that you love the life that you're in. So and then you don't want to exit it. You mm-hmm. just want to add to it. Right. You get to add to it. Yeah. That's really good. Profound. Okay. Where did we go? Let's see. Mm. A lot of people tell me how important pursuit is in dating. I don't understand why. Can you give me your thoughts on that? Yeah. So the pursuit is all about building trust because trust mm-hmm. is a foundation for every relationship. Right. And if you don't build the foundation of trust, then your marriage is hollow. Mm -hmm. Imagine having a house literally built on sand. Mm -hmm. There's, there's no substance. You got the most beautiful house built on sand. It's just a matter of time before it caves in. So the other thing is, is the reason why we date is we date to find out. Mm -hmm. We date to find out, is this the person I want to be with? Right. And it's in that dating process that you're discovering, do I like this person? Are we going the same place? Are we? The third reason is the pursuit builds tons of connection. Yeah. You're building history and you can't buy history. Mm-hmm. It builds this crazy connection. It's our history together yeah. that binds us together. Right. It's not the good times. It's not the bad times. Mm-hmm. It's, the history. Right. So without your ability to pursue, 
you don't have any way of building history. Yeah. And we make most of our decisions through our history. Yeah. Most of life is uh, is experience in past tense. If you think through right. like... What happened the last time I did this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and do I like my life? You're thinking about the past. Right. Uh, you think, you know, most of life is enjoyed mm-hmm. or experienced in past tense. Right. So, you know, you're building these memories. You're building these moments. You're building security. You're building connection. You're building trust. You're building consistency. And, and it, how else are you going to find out? Like, how, how else are you really going to enjoy each other? Right. Unless you're on a journey together. Yeah. Unless you're in the middle of the pursuit. So the other thing is pursuit is where passion's found. Mm. So when a man quits pursuing his wife, the passion dies. Yeah. Not necessarily the love because mm-hmm. the love is the choice, mm-hmm. but the passion. What is passion? Passion is, to me, passion is is the pursuit of something, mm-hmm. knowing that there's never an end to it and there's always so much more. Mm-hmm. Like when you quit pursuing God, all of a sudden you're just kind of like, ah, why? Right. Like why would I, mm-hmm. why serve God? Why? When you quit pursuing your marriage, you're like, why? Why? Mm-hmm. Why do I want to go through the hassle totally. of showing up every night and be uh, <laughs> and not appreciated, right? Uh, it's like, oh, you forgot. What did you forget? You didn't forget. You didn't forget how much you love her. You forgot how passionate you are. Mm-hmm. And and in that, you forgot why you wanted to commit your life to this woman really or good. this man. And so we get lazy. We get lackadaisical. And here's the thing, guys and girls. I was going to say, yeah. Is that if they don't pursue you good in relationship before marriage, mm-hmm. this is the most incentive that they will ever have to pursue. To pursue. Yeah. The so most. True. So if they don't do a good job when you're dating, they're not going to get better. Right. They're going to get worse. Right. <laughs> it's the truth. And I feel like we we hear a lot like how it's almost the man's role or the guy's role to pursue us. But when you say like you kind of just yep. said like it goes both ways. It goes both ways. What are some what are some keys that guys should look out for for girls pursuing them well? Yeah, I think that uh, a guy should emotionally open a door for the girl. Mm-hmm. So we talked about that last time right. about intent and mm-hmm. but I also want to see a woman be able to give back. Yeah. And you know, I want to be pursued, I want emotionally, mm-hmm. I want to be known. Right. I want Lauren to ask me questions mm-hmm. every day. I want to be pursued. I want to be explored every day. I want her to find out who is this man that I'm with. Yeah. What makes him tick? Mm-hmm. Why do I love him so much? Mm-hmm. Is he growing? Is he changing? Are his thoughts evolving? Mm-hmm. What does he believe? You know, like that's part of that is the pursuit. So I want a woman to spend time getting to know me. Yeah. And not just assume that I'm the same old Jason Valentin and, right. and vice versa. Right. And so it's it's that even, I mean, I even wanted Lauren to, you know, make some dates. Right. It's the, like the intentionality. Up, yeah. Set yeah. up some fun times for us. So mm-hmm. Lauren and I had that conversation like month two into dating mm-hmm. and she was crushed. Uh-huh. Because she was sad. I I remember um, taking her out and 
just sitting her down and being like, I love being with you. I have so much fun. I find myself wondering if, if you love being with me as much. Mm -hmm. And she was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah, I do. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I think I need you to pursue a little bit more. Yeah. Like I need you to send me the message. Wow. I'm as invested as you are Mm -hmm. because, and again, it was appropriate. I had needed to open the door. I needed to create a place of safety. But at some point I went like, Hey, Mm -hmm. can I pass the baton? And then we just pass it back and forth. Totally. And that was awesome. Yeah. I think that's really common because Elijah and I had the same conversation when we were dating. And I remember thinking like, I just didn't know when it was supposed to be my job because I had only ever heard like, he's supposed to pursue you. He's supposed to pursue you really well. Pretty soon he's taught. He's like, like, he's like, holy smokes. I'm asking you to hang out every day and you're never asking me to hang out. And I'm just waiting for you to ask me, even (laughs) though I want to hang out because I think that's supposed to be your job and this is supposed to be my job. And so it just took a while and it's crushing because you're like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Of course I should text you. I just didn't know I was supposed to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And learning that, that yeah. dance a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It is good. Okay. Next question. Is it okay for a girl to ask me out? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. You know, it's, we, I think as Christians, we get all caught up on these rules, right? Like mm-hmm. there's so many rules. What are the rules? Mm-hmm. And there's actually not a ton of rules. It's, you're looking for respect. Mm-hmm. You're looking for intentionality. You're mm-hmm. looking for the same thing. So a girl could absolutely go, hey, I'd love to grab coffee if you're free sometime. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's a that's an okay way yeah. for a woman to ask. And you can go out and she could go, hey, thanks. I don't actually want to do that again. Mm-hmm. And then you'd be like, oh, dang, I thought she liked me way more than, you know. Right. Right. So I think it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would hope that girls wouldn't have to, right? Just for their sake, whatever. Right. right. But it's okay. Yeah. I don't think it's a sign of weakness. Mm-mm. I think it's a sign of interest. Right. She's, She's able to communicate how she yeah. feels. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's your job to communicate back how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Okay. I love this question. <laughs> Is it weird that I'm trying to find a girl like my mom? Uh, no, no. I feel like that's so common. Yeah. Here's the or thing. you hear that. Yeah, it's true. Uh, we look, we look for a girl with the qualities that we like. Mm-hmm. So it's probably not just your mom. It's probably your mom and your best friend's mom's quality <laughs> and this girl that you met over here and right. it's what you've seen yeah it's what mm-hmm. you know it's what you've seen it's what feels safe right it's what feels comforting mm-hmm. and that's awesome right um it would be weird if you're like i want to date someone that I've never even seen before you know <laughs> like a random i'm looking for a girl that's just so random no mm-hmm. yeah and and she's if, if she had a good dad like that's kind of the idea right the idea is that I would date my daughter so that she wouldn't be desperate to find a date. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't be starving, right? Right. She would not be desperate. Would not be. Exactly. And at some point, she's going to find a guy that has a lot of the qualities that I do. Mm-hmm. Respectful. Mm-hmm. Patient. Yeah. Honest. Mm-hmm. 
good looking, incredibly <laughs> strong, right. good at hunting. Of course. Of course. Yeah. It's what she knows. Right. Yeah. Totally. If you want to date your mom, though, so that's, I mean, that's yeah. where it gets weird. We got to draw okay, a line. Well, yeah, you might need to get some help. Yeah. <laughs> just, there are boundaries. Totally. Okay. We have just time for a few more questions. Mm. There's a girl that intimidates me. Is that good or bad? Well, you kind of just said you when you asked yourself that question. You really did answer this question. Yeah. It's probably okay. I think it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, is all of us get intimidated at some at some points in life. Totally. You just have to learn how to handle that. Mm-hmm. You know? Totally. So I think it's all right. Right. Don't become a jerk. You, yeah. You like keep yourself be self-aware. level-headed. Yeah. yeah. Be self-aware. Manage your triggers. Right. Go slow. You'll be good. You'll be all right. You got this. Hang in there. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm still dealing with masturbation. Am I ready to date? Is this you personally? <laughs> Can I date? <laughs> Please. <laughs> um, here's the thing with this question is it's how often and do you understand why? Hmm. And are you getting breakthrough? And what are you willing to do to address this issue in your life? And how willing are you open to be? Mm-hmm. So if this is a full-blown addiction in your life yeah, and you don't have a grip on it, mm-hmm. then the problem, here's the problem with dating, is you're really setting yourself up for failure mm. because... Again, relationships are all built on trust. Yeah. And you don't trust you. Right. And you can't control you. Right. And you can't do what you say that you want to be able to do. Mm -hmm. So when you're finally open with that girl or that guy, whoever it is, and say, hey, I'm struggling with masturbation, the question's going to be, the question for them should be, well, why? What are you going to do about it? Are you going to be able to take care of this issue in your life? Do I want to be able to, do I want to be with someone who can't manage themselves, who can't stop doing something even though they want to? Mm-hmm. Most people are going to say no to that. No. Yeah. So my thing is use it as incentive, hmm. right? I want this. I want, I want a great job. Great. Yeah. You go to school to get a great job, don't you? Mm-hmm. You have to you put go, in some work. Yeah. And you go to college. I want to be a doctor. Okay. We, you don't, they don't just let you do that. Right. So it's the incentive that takes you through the eight or 12 years of college. I want a great wife. Great. Well, then I do work. Right. Emotionally, mentally, physically. You know, mm-hmm. there's guys out there that are like, man, I know I'm overweight. Mm-hmm. It's like, great. You you want a girl that's in shape? Mm-hmm. Get in shape. It's great incentive. Mm-hmm. You want a husband that's in shape? Mm-hmm. Care about your body. Yeah. You want a wife that's, you know, so whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Which leads me to this question, to this answer. You're only going to attract what you are. Yeah. So that's the other thing. When you go into a relationship with an addiction, mm-hmm. is your standard going to be different? So for instance, let's say that he finally comes out and goes, if it's a guy, hey, I'm struggling with pornography. And she goes, oh, yeah, 
I'm struggling with an eating disorder. No, mm-hmm. neither of those things are evil. Mm-hmm. And we help people through that stuff. Totally. And I've been stuck in that before. So totally. I, this is not judgment to me. Of course. I'm simply saying, okay, now are you going to accept, at what point do you draw a line of like, I want two people that are able to manage themselves mm-hmm. first so that the rela- what comes out of the relationship is this right relationship that's full right. of self-control right that's that's full that that births you know integrity all those types of things so right if i'm not doing good emotionally mentally uh-huh. physically spiritually i'm going to attract that right. that's going to be our bar right and that's a painful reality it is and those those things that feel like struggles have a root problem there's mm-hmm. a root to that that's probably going to come up within the relationship it's itself yeah, it's you're not struggling with masturbation. No, the fruit of what, you, what you're struggling with is masturbation. Right, right, yeah. So yeah, unless you uproot that, it's going to come back in other ways. Yeah, totally. Do the work. Okay, last question of the day. Mm. I see my ex all the time, and it's awkward. What do I do? Wave. Give him a wave. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. How's it going? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Uh, that's life. Yeah. You have to process through for starters. Mm-hmm. My question to them is, do they have a process for dealing with pain? Mm-hmm. And if they don't, they should, honestly, they should get my book, Winning the War Within or the yeah. e-course and get a real process totally. for working through pain, right? Because once they work all the way through the pain, it takes the sting out. Mm-hmm. And that awkward feeling that you have is sometimes just human nature. Right. Like, wow, we have a ton of history together. Mm-hmm. And I wonder what you're thinking. You're wondering what I'm thinking. Neither of us are probably going to say what we're thinking. Right. And, but if you don't have pain involved, it's so much easier just to be like, like, hey, it's okay. Right. Type of feeling like, Hey, how you doing? Yeah. And kind of be able to move on with it. Yeah. Day. I want the best for you. Mm-hmm. You know, that type of closure. Right. That, that helps people. So. Right. Instead of when you see them, you're yeah. feeling all that pain again. Yeah. Right. So most people are feeling shame mm. and pain and regret. And that's the actual feelings when they see their ex. Right. And if you work through all that stuff, then it's just kind of like. Well. Yeah. It's a little weird. But yeah. It's sad. It's just right. like, oh, hey. I hope you're doing good. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. This is great. Oh, this is so fun. You're fantastic. Oh, you're fantastic. Oh, I appreciate great. that. Guys, listen, um, thanks so much for listening mm-hmm. to the podcast. I hope the dating little series that we have going I know. is helpful for people. You guys better become expert daters after this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think we have to find like a little, our little closing slogan, but I think it's just going to be guys until next week, stay brave, Mm -hmm. be brave. It's probably be brave, huh? Be brave. Be brave. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the Brave Co podcast. If you like this podcast, would you please rate it, review it, leave us a great comment. And if you like this episode in particular, share it with your friends and family that helps us to spread the word guys, stay brave. We'll see you next week.